Blog Talk Radio.
Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise and worship. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. I am with Evangelist Janice Taylor, Intercessory Prayer 3. We have a powerful, powerful, powerful teaching today by the Holy Ghost, and this is not prepared. Evangelist Janice Taylor don't write out sermons and figure nothing out from her mind and any of this foolishness. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of of whoopings tonight, spiritual whoopings, lots of whoopings, a lot of rebuking. Open rebuke is better than love, the Bible says. And we're going to be praying for Israel as the church move us. I'm going to introduce Evangelist Janice Taylor. And we are streaming live. We are streaming live right now here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio at www.com livedeliverance.com. Evangelist Janet Taylor, good evening. Welcome. Let everybody know who you are and how to get a hold of you, what you're going to be teaching Thursday, and we're going to be letting, be moved by the Holy Spirit. It's a wonderful to iron sharpen iron, and you, you'll be teaching me a lot. And I heard Sister Taylor going to preach. I said, Lord, that's what's going. You were going at it, and you love the Lord. And we had a conversation today, which was a lot of confirmation of what I am be talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, without uh, further ado, I introduce you to Evangelist Janet Taylor. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord uh, to the Fellowship of Live Deliverance Ministry. Praise the Lord to Apostle. Praise the Lord to all of you that are tuned in tonight. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor. I am just uh, sitting in tonight with Apostle Overton. And uh, as we said, this was not planned. We are just coming to you um, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And um, our ministry is located at Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. We are at www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. And um, you can get us um, through email at jet245 at msn.com. You can call us by phone at 336-830-0601. And um, we're all about deliverance. We're all about uh, preaching the word of God that will break and destroy the yoke. Jesus said that he came to destroy the works of the devil. And uh, that's what we come to do. We come to destroy all this false teaching, all these uh, 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 false ideologies, all, 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 everything that's not founded upon the word of God. We come to destroy it in the name of Jesus. And um, we just thank God for you and you and you and you. For those of you who are listening in tonight, may you be blessed by tonight's teaching. On Thursday night, I am going to be um, ministering again, and the word of the Lord is, where is the church that Christ died for? Um, the first century church uh, and the church of today don't look anything alike, so I want to know where is the church that Christ died for? What, what happened to that church? Glory be to God, and that will be our teaching on Thursday night. So we invite you to tune in Thursday night at 8 p.m. right here 
on Fellowship of Live Deliverance with Apostle Emmett Overton, but I will be your host on Thursday night at 8 p.m. So may God bless you, and again, thank you all for tuning in with us on tonight. Let's get ready to go in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth by the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and seeing all that were oppressed of the devil, Acts 1038. We take authority over voice, bouncing, clacluicless, demonic spirits, spirits of intellectualism, statisticists, intellectual demons, slumber spirits, mind drifting demons. They real good when you teach the word, you think about chicken and stuff. Remember demons? We come up against every demonic spirit in the first, second, third heaven. And we ask our angels, Sophifius, my personal angel, to go against war with uh, the demonic spirits. And we come and humble ourselves under you, Lord Jesus, under you. I'm just a messenger. I can be replaced. I'm nothing but a vapor, James 4.14. I come as a humble man of God. I humble myself. I thank you for Evangelist Taylor as she, as, as she has shown the love that she has towards you. And I thank you for allowing me to meet such a wonderful person to work with in the ministry. Lord, we give all glory right now and honor and to you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Evangelist Taylor, as I was praying, the Lord put in my spirit that there are a lot of Christians that's very rebellious. Rebellious. I just got through getting off the phone with one. I put him in check. I put him in the Holy Spirit, had him in check. He run around. Say he changed. And the Lord gave me word of knowledge. I said, how would you change? You say you changed, but you're going back to the same people that used to be in sin in. You know, he, he said he's free from Donald Trump, and he don't want to get involved with that no more. And he want the Lord gave me word of knowledge. Then what you doing at the man's house? Then God gave word mm-hmm. of knowledge. That I, the Lord told him that you need to be at home. Your wife ain't even in order. James Jones, I re- openly rebuked okay. him. I, I'm fast. I said, look, Sister uh, Van Sayer said, Ramonis person two or three. I'm just telling you that you are so carnal. And there's a lot of Christians in carnality. They're carnal. And God is going to shake this tree. God oh, yeah. is not having no time for you to be bumping over and over and over and over and over and over. The Lord showed me something, Taylor, and I got off the phone from you after I was praying. I said, Lord, what the man going around the mountain? He's just going around circle. He can't get to the top. We go around, go a little bit up, and fall back. Up, that. We can't worship the Lord in our mind. We can't. No, we can't. It takes faith to hear him. It takes fasting. Praying in the Holy Ghost, building up yourself, where when you step out, what me and Sister, Sister Taylor are doing, we step out in faith. We ain't got no notes. We ain't prepared for this. No. No. Nothing. Nothing. And that's how it is. He tell us, take no script. He tell us, take ye no thought what you're going to say or how you're going to say it, for the Holy Ghost shall say that which what he wants to say. Amen. There's a lot of rebellion against the Spirit. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. The sin of witchcraft is seeking to manipulate 
events, people of the future by spirits of the departed dead. That's in Leviticus 19.26, Deuteronomy 18.9-12. Rebellion against God's word is like the sin. It's just like narcomancy. That's wicked. And that both involves a rejection of God's lordship and an attempt to determine the outcome of things in a manner other than God. Furthermore, both this rebellion brings in anger toward God. Watch this, Evangelist. Separated from God. Most people who operate with rebellion and witchcraft don't have not one gift of the Spirit. Not one. I'll give it to Evangelist Taylor. Amen, Apostle. You know, um, the word of the Lord um, that came to my mind when you told me, uh, it immediately came to my mind when you told me you wanted me to, you know, join you tonight, was First Thessalonians chapter 4. And it says, this is the will of God, even your sanctification, oh, that you should abstain, abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as Gentiles which know not God. Now, Paul was speaking here, and he was saying, this is the will of God. So for everybody that claims they want to know the will of God is the will of God. God's word, all you got to do is get in his word, and there you will find the will of God. But this is the will of God, even your sanctification. And sanctification means separation. To be set apart. To be set apart uh, uh, by God. That's why uh, 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 it's written in Mm. 1 Peter 1 and 16. Be ye holy, for I am holy. So God is holy. He's he's separate from everything that's on the earth. There's nothing like God. There's no one like God. And he said, be ye holy as I am holy. So if we are indeed the children of God, we are not supposed to live uh, a normal life like everybody else. We live a separated life unto the Lord. Separated unto the Lord. And he said in his word in 2 Corinthians, come out from among them and be ye separate. The problem with the body of Christ today is we are still trying to be saved and want to rub shoulders with the world. Now, we live in this world, but we are not of this world. So we don't take on the world's characteristics and attributes. We don't do the things that the world does. Why? Because this is the will of God, even our sanctification. When I was in the world, I did certain things. I did what the world did. I was a liar, a whoremonger, a prostitute, a crack addict. Uh, 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 uh. I was everything. I was all of that, a thief. I was no good. But when God brought me out of the world into his marvelous life, he expected me to come out and to come out from among those that I once partook with. 
don't do the things that I used to do. I don't behave the way I used. I don't even have the same mindset that I once had because the word of God, he says that we are being washed by the renewing of our mind through the word of God. That's a part of your sanctification. So people of God, listen to me. God is not expecting you to live the same way. You know, so many Christians, they like to boast apostle. They'll say, oh, I'm still me. The devil is a lie because either you saved or you unsaved. You can't be both. The word of God says, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, if you're a baby Christian, let me tell you something. Babies have to crawl before they walk. You don't give a baby the keys to the car and tell the baby to drive. That would be foolish. So the baby's got to take baby steps. The baby's going to be on uh, uh, pablum, and then the baby's going to be on milk, and um, the baby will get to a little bit of table food, and then finally the baby's teeth come in, the baby's going to start chewing meat. If you've been around and you've been in the body of Christ and you're professing to be saved after five and ten years and you still sucking on that bottle like that baby, there is something wrong. You are spiritually retarded. You are right. spiritually retarded. And there something is has retarded a, your spiritual growth. That's right. There is a lot of Christians Evangelist Taylor, from the 17 years of me doing radio, they've been babies for 15, 16, 17 years. Just babies. But you know, babies. let me, just babies. I want to accelerate the sanctification thing because a lot of churches don't even teach this. Don't nobody no. want to hear nothing about saints. Now, me and you was here talking about how to get some money. Man, it'd be packed. Oh, yeah. It would oh, be yeah. packed, but we're we, we, we going to deal with sanctification because we're going to move into intercessory prayer, and the minister of word of knowledge is going to be coming forth tonight, and the minister of healing will be coming. Amen. Sanctification. Amen. In the Greek, H-A-G-I-A-S-M-O-S, means to make holy, to consecrate, to separate from the world. Yeah. Separate from the world. And to be set apart from sin so that we may have fellowship with God and serve him gladly. Yes. In addition, in the word sanctify, which is in First Thessalonians, the Bible says you've got a body, mind, soul, and spirit. You have to sanctify your mind away from the flesh. You've got to sanctify your soul from lust. And you've got to clean your spirit, Second Corinthians 7, 1. It has to be cleansed. Let us cleanse all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. But don't nobody teach this. Okay. Then, no. you're, by faith, you are supposed to be perfecting holiness, charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and faith, unfrightened from God, sincere and without offense, Philippians 1.10, made free from sin, Romans 6.18, dead to sin, Romans 6.2. Servants to righteousness unto holiness, Romans 6.19. Keeping his commandments, 1 John 3.22. 
and overcometh the world, 1 John 5, 4. Such terms describes the operation of the Holy Spirit through salvation in Yeshua, by which he delivered us from sin, bondage, and power, and powers, Romans 6, 1 through 11. Separate us from the sinful practices of this present world. Renew our nature according to the image of Yeshua. Produce in Yeshua in the fruits of the spirit that Yeshua has given us and enable us to live holy and victorious lives dedicated to God. John 17, uh, 15 through 19 and John 17, 23, Romans 6, 5, Romans 6, 13, Romans 6, 16, Romans 6, 19, Romans 6, 12. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 22 through 23. Also, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. These terms do not imply an absolutely perfection by the ethnics of righteousness from the flesh in dealing with theologians and men of the mind and intellectual enemies of God. That ain't no holiness. That's a bunch of bull. It's dong, 2 Kings 18, 26. It's just pissing down. That is not going to accept righteousness through theology. By grace that God has given them that Jesus died and set us free from sin's power and dominion. In Romans 6, 18, therefore, the need not ought not to sin, but can find absolutely victory in their Savior through the Holy Spirit when we are sanctified. Sanctification was God's will for the Israelis in the Old Testament. They were to live holy and separated lives, separate from the yeah. lifestyles of all nations around them. Exodus chapter 19, verse 6. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44. Leviticus 19, 2. Second Chronicles 29, 5. Likewise, sanctification is a requirement for believers in Christ. Scripturally teaches that without holiness, no man shall see the no Lord. No man shall see the Hebrews Lord. 12, 14. God, who justifies the repentant sinner, desires to sanctify the believer's spirit, soul, and body. First Thessalonians 5.23, all three of them. But what you Christians doing? Thou money coming unto me now. That's what y'all saying. That ain't got nothing to do with your spirit. That's lust, lust of vindication, and fiends. You are under another Jesus with that foolishness. God's children Achieve sanctification by faith. Acts 16:18, by union with Yeshua in His death and resurrection. John chapter 15, 4 through 10. Romans chapter 6, 1 through 11. First Corinthians chapter 1:30, by the blood of Yeshua in First John chapter 1, verse 7 through 9. By the word in John 17:17. 17, 17, by the regeneration and sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit in their hearts. Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. Romans 8, 3. 1 Corinthians 6, 11. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 through 13. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 13. Sanctification in both a work of God and a work of his people, Philippians 2, 12-13, in order to accomplish God's will and sanctification, believers must participate in the sanctification work by ceasing to do evil. Romans 6, 1-2, purifying themselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, 
2 Corinthians mm-hmm. 7, 1, Romans 6, 12, Galatians chapter 5, 16 through 25, and keeping themselves from being polluted by the world, James 1, 27, Romans 6, 13, Romans 6, 9, Romans 8, 13, Romans 12, 1 through 2, and Romans 12, 13. Also, Ephesians 4.31, Ephesians 5.18, Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, Colossians 3.10, Hebrews 6.1, and James chapter 4, verse 8. True sanctification requires the believers maintain intimate communion with Christ. Not one day you serve the Lord, and the next day you're in a nightclub. One day you're on a fast, the next day you 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 balling or doing something that God didn't want you to do. That ain't that's not being sanctified, that's not walking in fellowship with God. Engaging in fellowship with believers. Devotion of themselves through prayer. That brings sanctification. Matthew six, five through thirteen, Colossians four, verse two, by obeying God's word, John seventeen, seventeen. By being sensitive to the presence of the Holy Spirit, love and righteousness to be rebuked within you. Hebrews 1.9, to put off sin and all its deeds, to submit yourself totally to Christ through sanctification is not a picture of performance, but is one that's done by faith. Rather, it presents a definite act that you are a true Christian. Sanctification may involve a holy encounter with God. After initial salvation, Isaiah 60, I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 6, 1 through 8, believers must receive a clear revelation of God's holiness as well as consciousness to be separated from the world. That has to be within your heart. Now, if you don't have that in your heart, you're not a Christian. I give you the mic, Adventist Taylor. Hello. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Okay, Brother John, can you hear me? Yes, clearly. Okay, Vanish Taylor, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay, you went out on me. I thought you went out. No, I'm here. All right, you got the mic. Glory be to God. I want to talk to you a little bit from um, Galatians chapter 5, and it says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And, and, and verse 17 says, For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led by the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Glory be to God. Now, what this tells us, there is a war going on, a spiritual battle between the flesh and the Spirit at all times. And I liken it to to, to uh, uh, putting two pit bulls in a fence, and they get in a fight. Which one of those pit bulls is going to win? The answer is very simple, the one that you feed. If you feed the flesh, the flesh is going to win. So you feed your flesh all this junk, all this TV, all this Facebook, all this Instagram, 
all this uh, 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 junk, all this TV, all this gossip, all this uh, sports and all this stuff. If you feed the flesh, the flesh is going to win. But if you feed the spirit, man, the word of God, you're in prayer, you're fasting, you are speaking uh, uh, in tongues. You're praying in tongues throughout the day. If you feed the spirit, the spirit is going to win. So this is why people do things that they did not intend to do. It's because they fed the wrong one. They either fed the flesh or they fed the spirit. But you cannot serve two masters. You have to serve either the flesh or the spirit. Glory be to God. And he said, if you be led by the spirit. See, we got to be led by the spirit, which means we have to be in constant prayer. We have to be in continuous prayer. I mean, prayer is not limited to I I prayed in the morning or I prayed this afternoon or I'm going to pray tonight before I go to prayer. Prayer must be a continuous thing. So when you're driving along in your car, you are praying. Uh, 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 When somebody's uh, depending on you for an answer, you are praying while you're waiting for God to give you the answer. You are praying when you're making business decisions. You are praying over over, uh, 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 what we consider little things. you, You must be in prayer over these things. Glory be to God. Why? Because we don't want the human mind. We want the mind of Christ. Glory be to God. And when you have the word of God in you, you have the mind of Christ. But a lot of people are neglecting, hallelujah, the word of God, and therefore they are leaning to their own understanding, which the word of God forbids. He says, Lean not to your own understanding, he said, but acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. So maybe you got a a, a list of things that you need to take care of tomorrow. Ask God to order your list because God can show you the proper order to begin to knock those things off the list and then right. that will give you more time. As a matter of fact, you'll spend less time being frustrated if you ask God, God, which one of these things should I start on first? You see, so many times we just go out there. We are, we are such impulsive people. We just jump yes. out there and we just get started on things. But that might be not the right thing God wanted you to start on first. And then you just spent your wheels, wasted all your time, even some money, and still didn't get anything accomplished. So we got to hear from God. And you do that through prayer. Glory be to God. The Bible says, he that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Not what the man is saying, but what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And that's where we are missing the mark. We're not seeking the Holy Spirit for direction. Glory be to God. So we waste a whole lot of time. We waste a whole lot of time. And then at the end of the day, you look back at your list and you say, wow, I didn't get none of this done. I didn't get none. Why? Because you did not ask God. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is moving. I'm hearing word of knowledge. 
We're going to do prayer. We're going to be praying, talking, teaching, backwards and forth. The Lord just moved on me. There are about 450 people right now who's been under a curse since their birth. You have been born out of wedlock. You have a curse on you. Now, the Lord wants to free people. We said we're going to be getting healing and deliverance. They go hand in hand. When I do deliverance, I teach deliverance. When I do healing, I, do, I teach healing. When I do the word of knowledge, this is the word of knowledge. It's a gift. Uh, the word of knowledge is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, says, give me 1 Corinthians 12, 8, where it says the word of knowledge. This is biblical, what's about to happen. I'm going to give you a scripture. We do and teach. Old Theophilus says how Jesus began to do and teach First. Uh, Acts 1 1. We do and teach. And teach. Uh, Galatians 12 8. The gifts of the the Spirit. Amen. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the Spirit. That's it right there. Now that's where I'm going to be operating in right now the word of knowledge, information about people. Now, there are 400 and something, 460 people, again, that is under a curse. Many more who hear this, you need to take these scriptures and listen to your spirit, and then we're going to break the curse. And after we break the curse, we will cast out the demons of lost. Most young men and women, when you have been born out of wedlock, lust came in. That's how you got in, in, in on earth, through lust. You didn't get there in marriage. You got there through lust. You came in the world with lust because your mama and the man and the seed of a male sperm carries demons to the woman. The stuff is serious. Well, how can God judge me on that? Because you don't know the Bible. It's your fault you don't know the Bible. He said my people are destroyed through lack of knowledge. So how this thing came about is that when they was in bed together, the demons was with them. In Hebrews thirteen four, the word of God says, marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. What is the opposite of undefiled? Defilement. So you came on earth in defilement. Now, I know you don't want to hear that. It ain't sounding good. It ain't supposed to sound good. You better thank God for Jesus, because at the end, we'll give you the relief. But you need to recognize that if you was not born in marriage, you was born defiled. In the bed. Under a curse. That's a curse. But whoremongers and adulterers, God would judge. You've been judged by your parents' sin until now. Now, since you have been born, it, you ain't clean. Because Job 14.4 says, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Not one human being. Now, uh, it was your mama and your, the mama's father, ignorance of not knowing God's word. This is why Amen. God says here, cut these children off. You have been cut off from God. There are people in their 60s that listen to me, been cut off from God. You've been under, you can't never, I know two people who've been out of well and born out of well like a stubborn. It's like a jackass spirit. It's, it, it's, it's, it, it didn't come in the world. It didn't come into the earth right. It came into earth illegally through sin of lust. So all the lust demons come in with you. 
This is why it's hard for you to even make it above and be successful. Now, to break this, uh, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. See, your mama didn't have the knowledge. The man didn't have knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. That's why they was in the bed. They don't know nothing about fornication. If they don't know, if they did know, it's even worse because it's willful sin. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be yes. the priest to me, saying thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. You in there having sex with this man and that woman and whatever y'all doing, y'all don't know the law of God. Guess what? The Lord said, I will also forget thy children. You're not going to come in, in, in God's kingdom and his universal laws to live and go and bring somebody in the earth, in the, earth the way he didn't intend it. Because he says that marriage is honorable in the bed. Yes. So what happens is you got three or four of your children under the curse because of your one sin. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 and 5, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness or anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath and that is in the water under the earth. But thou shalt not bow thyself down to them nor serve them, for I... The Lord thy God and a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the fathers unto the children upon the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Lamentations 5, 7 says, Our father has sinned, and you bore the iniquity. Now, to get this thing off of you, because you're born in wedlock, you're considered a bastard. Right now, you've got born-again Christians, listen to me, you're a bastard because you were born out of wedlock. Well, I'm saved, yeah, but you're still a bastard spiritually because it ain't been broken. That is the cushy. Deuteronomy 23.2 says, A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Even to his tenth generation shall he not enter into the congregation of the Lord. So you done named this little child Shawanda, this pretty little name. That pretty little name ain't got nothing to do in the spirit room because she ate up time she came out your womb because it wasn't in marriage. Now, Shalonda gets a child. That child get 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 a child. That, that thing going for 10 generations. You need it broken. Deuteronomy 23.5, Nevertheless, the Lord thy God will not hearken unto Balaam, but the Lord thy God will turn a curse into a blessing. Now, there's another bastard. That's you out here that's not obeying God, doing what you want to do. You're a bastard too. Yes. And, he, and you're a bastard. The bastard they won't bastards. receive correction. They you won't not receive, receive correction. correction. You like to argue with people. You like to make it hard on the minister. You don't want to argue at God, but you want to argue at Evangelist Taylor. You want to tell her to go to hell. You're a bastard with that attitude. But if you be without chastisement, this is for the people who wasn't born in wedlock. This is for E.W., Emmanuel Williams, E.W., James Jones, Shannon Davis, bastards. They're doing what they want to do. I just got word announced this guy. The Lord told me to tell him, why are you going flying out of town and his wife ain't even in, uh, uh, wife all out of order? You can't even hear God, but yet you're, you don't, you, I'm not with Trump no more, but you, you're you going to give me the telephone, put on the phone with some Trump supporter. You ain't changed. You have to change your life. But if you be without chastisement, therefore, you are all partakers, then you're bastards and not sons. 
And see, when you become Baptist, you are a carnal Christian in carnality. I need uh, 1 Corinthians 3. Give me so you see where it says, you're carnal. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. God is tired of y'all playing tag, playing Christianity, you serve the Lord. And y'all don't even ask the Lord. Y'all just crank the car and go somewhere. I can't do that. The sons of God are led by his spirit. For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another saith, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? You're carnal. If you fit that, then you need to repent. A lot of people say, Passover, you hard. No, I'm not hard. That's what the word says. Now, there's only and one way you can get out of this. There's only one way you can get out of this curse of a bastard. And if you are disobeying, I have to call, I had to call this guy for seven years. God told me don't give up on him. He went right back doing the same thing. You see, you can get caught up in this stubbornness. And I'm noticing the event that when people stubborn, there's so mm-hmm. many demons that keep them down that yes. they don't realize the demons work together. And 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 it, you you really need to have the Lord to break this curse and all for you to even break any foul ground within you. So repeat this after me, Galatians three thirteen. The Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessings of Abraham might come. Now, the reason why it says might come, because Derek Prince taught me that that means that's, that's your free will, might. Because if you don't do Amen. it, it's going to come on you. That's free will. Right there, that word might means free will. Might. Well, God is powerful. Yeah, but he said might for you as a human being because it's based on you. Yeah. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we receive the the promises of the Spirit. Watch this. Through faith. Now, if you don't have faith, Amen. you ain't going to be able to break no curse. If you don't have faith, you can't hear God. If you don't have faith, you ain't going to hear God. If you don't, if you, if you just use an intellect and you just want to hear a voice, and you don't read the Word, and you don't pray in the Holy Ghost, you ain't going to hear God. God wants to talk to us. So let's get this out the way. I'll turn it back over to Advantage Tater, and then we're going to move in to warfare prayers. Now, repeat this after me, those who have been bastards in both ways, whether rebellious against God or born out of wedlock, don't make no difference. It's still a sin. Heavenly Father, I repent of any sins in my life or my ancestors' lives that have resulted in a curse. I repent of all disobedience, rebellion, finger-banging, perversion. Finger-banging is a demon make you do the same thing over and over and over and bang, 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 bang. Just banging your head against the wall, doing it in the flesh, trying to force your mind into hearing God where it ain't going to happen. Finger-banging, perversion, witchcraft, adultery, idolatry, lust fornication, mistreatment of others, murder, cheating, lying, sorcery, divination, and occult involvement. I ask for your forgiveness and the cleansing through the blood of Yeshua, the Messiah, on my mother's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve, on my father's side, 
all the way back to Adam, Adam and Eve. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth, take authority over and break any and every curse upon my life. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth, break all curses of poverty, being born out of wedlock, being disobedient. The Lord Jesus, break these curses of lack, debt, destruction, destruction, sickness, deaf, dumb, where you can't hear God, vagabondism. The Lord Jesus, break all curses of rejection, devising, pride, rebellion, lust, hurt, incest, Ahab, Jezebel, fear, insanity, madness, and confusion. On my mother's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. On my father's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth, break all curses affecting my finances, my mind, my sexual character, my emotion, my will, and relationship. On my father's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. And on my mother's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth, break every hex, jex, there's a witch in this room, Galatians 2.4, trying to spy out our liberty. Get out of here. Get out. A sister dirty in my spirit. Oh, bless the name. Sister Taylor, give me Galatians 2.4. There's a witch in here. Here we are. Galatians 2 and 4. And it says, and because of false brethren, and that because of false brethren unawares brought in, who came in privately to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. Go and get out of here in the name of Jesus. Yeah. The Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, break all shackles, chains, Depression, rejection on my mama's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve, and on my mother's side. Lord, I thank you that Jesus of Nazareth has broken these curses in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that, you're no longer under the curse as a bastard, and you're no longer under the curse as a disobedient. You've got a free chance to start all over and get it right. I give it back to Vanity Taylor before we go into intercessory prayer. Amen. Amen. Uh, the flip side of that, Apostle is that also uh, a lot of people ignorantly um, entered into marriages under a curse. Now, I want to explain yep. this. If you Jesus. fornicated, mm-hmm. if you fornicated with your spouse before you were married, that mm. curse of fornication, that curse, because sin is a curse, that curse... Hey followed you right into the marriage. Now, I listened to uh, a, a man of God teaching, R.W. Sproul, and uh, he was a mighty man of God, and he's gone on to be with the Lord, and he, he did Christian counseling. And he said uh-huh. uh, one time, he said that every time a couple came to him that said they wanted a divorce, they were contemplating divorce, he said he asked them one question, and that question was, did you have premarital sex? He said 99.9% of the answer was always yes. 
And therefore, that's where the curse entered into that marriage. So I want to break the curse tonight. I want to break the curse of those who who fornicated before they were married. You 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 mm. you, you you were saved, but you you were weak in your flesh, and you did a little bit of road testing, and uh, now you're struggling in that marriage. You're having some problems. It's because there's a curse operating. See, people think that after they get married, you know how uh, uh, Miss Seeley said, "I'm married now." They think, well, it's just because we got married that uh, everything is okay. But nothing can wash away my sins but the blood of Jesus Christ. So just because you got married, that did not wash away that sin. You have to repent. Glory be to God. You say, well, we've been married 40 years. You still got to repent. You got to repent. And that curse has to be broken. And uh, 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 I, 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 you know, I, I tell people this, and people, people get offended. I'm gonna be honest. People get offended, but if you trace it back, if you trace back all your marital problems, it goes back to the sin of fornication. You fornicated before. In other words, you did it illegally. You got married. You did. You did eventually get married, but you did it illegally. You had sex before you got married. And I'm going to tell you something. Premarital sex is a curse, and it will not cut off just because you said, I do, at the altar. That curse is going to follow you right into that marriage. And the devil has a legal right to try to destroy that marriage. And in many cases, he does. In many cases, he does. That's that's, that's powerful. That's powerful. I did not not know these things. I did not know these things when I was younger. No preacher ever taught me these things. The Holy Spirit taught me these things. Glory be to God. So when I had a chance to do it the right way, I did it the right way. That's right. That's right. Because I had already been, I had already done it the wrong way. So if you are listening to the sound of my voice and your spouse is in the room with you, I would like you to repent. Repent in the name of Jesus for fornicating before you got married. She said, yes, she said she would like for you to repent. You can't hear. Okay, she said she would like for you to repent of your fornication before you got married. She also says that when you had sex before you got married, that's illegal. You testing out the house when you ain't bought it. Right. Okay, they understand. Go ahead. Yes. They want to yes. Go ahead. So, so um, Apostle, I'm going to need you to lead them in the prayer because they can't hear me. Okay. All right. Uh, repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I break the curse of having sex illegally before I got married. I have sinned, Lord. Your word says, if we confess our fault, he is just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness according to 1 John 1, 9. I ask that you forgive me. Now, the husband, you say the same thing, and y'all forgive each other for doing that and ask the Lord to forgive you. And I break this curse based on Galatians 3.13. 
I have been redeemed from the curse of the law by the sacrifice of Yeshua. I, that's Jesus of Nazareth, Reverend Tiltor. Jesus, theologians tell us tell they something else. Okay. They are something else. I don't even know how they got in the church. According to Galatians 3.13, I have been redeemed from the curse of the law by the, by the sacrifice of Jesus. I exercise my faith in the blood of Jesus and loose myself from the spirit of lust. And I loose my wife and my husband from the spirit of lust that came on us for disobedience before we got married. I tasted the pie before I cooked it. I claim forgiveness through the blood of Jesus for the sins that I've committed. All my sins have been remitted, and I loose myself from the curses that came as a result of all disobedience and relationship and rebellion to the word of God. I'm hearing word of knowledge that the Lord has said me there are some people that's looking to date for Christians. Uh, let me say this here. When you date a woman, you ain't supposed to be paying her light bill, her water bill, getting her nails done, getting her hair done. That's marriage. And this is what's going on with this young generation, the old generation. You ain't supposed to have a bar friend to be meeting your needs like he's married to you. Because with that come, if you don't have the gospel in you, uh, if that is telling I ain't no fool, we ain't no fool. If men don't have Jesus, they're they going to want something, and you know what I'm talking about. That's right. They're going to want some so sex. So you don't, they're going to want some sex because ain't nothing free in the world. The world don't give out nothing free. See, you are bought with a price, First Corinthians 6.20. I will not marry a date no woman who don't have no job. Now, the Lord said me that some of you men are going to get caught up in that and looking at this woman's body and figure, and you got number demons, okay? You got to have balance in your relationship. Now, the Lord is moving on me to pray for Israel. As you see in the back, I came back to my war zone. I got out of the living room. I was in the living room when Advantage Jane Taylor came, and I kind of enjoyed it. But I like this old war room back here, <laughs> all the Bibles and everything. So what we're going to do is crank this thing up, and then after I pray for Israel, we're going to move on with Sister Taylor and whatever the Lord moves on her. Uh, Sister Taylor, you got to interpret something. Glory, 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 glory. God is saying to somebody tonight, come out from among them. Come out from among them. Come out from among them, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. And God wants you to be holy. He wants you to present your body to him as a living sacrifice. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but you know who the Spirit of the Lord is talking to because you can hear the Spirit tonight. As a matter of fact, you have been warned. You have been warned. The Spirit of the Lord has warned you to come out of sexual immorality. Glory be to God. Come out, says the Lord. Come out now, says the Lord. He said, this is the last time. 
This is the last time I'm going to tell you. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is a dirt, uh, 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 it's Taylor, the Lord has said me, after this time, that's one more thing that's going to happen to them if they don't change. That's in First Corinthians 5.5. 5. I do not know what is in there. I just heard that. If you don't oh, come right. out from among them, this is what's going to happen to you. After that, brother, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. That's all I know. Y'all need to obey Amen. the Holy Spirit. It's not us. Test the Spirit to see if we are the Lord. We ain't making this up. And you know, I, I want to read this scripture, Apostle, but do you know if you are struggling with a thing, do you know you can take that to God in prayer? You can say, right. God, I'm struggling with my yes. flesh. I'm struggling yes. with it. But instead of yes. going to God, you want to continue in sin. And the word of God says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. You need to get on your knees and you need to take this thing to the Lord in prayer. Because if you don't, it's going to destroy you. It's going to destroy you. It's going to destroy you. All right, First uh, Corinthians 5 and 5, to such a one, to deliver such a one unto Satan, listen at this, for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. My God, my God. If, they don't, if you don't change, brother, that's going to happen. Now, somebody's getting healed from cataracts right now, cataracts. There is a person who has swelling in their knee. There is a person who has swelling in their left knee. You have a spirit of gluttony. Spirit of, there are people who struggling. Uh, uh, there are people who are in stress. There's a lot of stress out here. Stress comes from not having faith. All men don't have faith. Okay, Romans 14. Uh, she could uh, uh, if if that is said in Romans fourteen twenty three, uh, you 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 need Amen. to get faith. There are some people here that's believe in God, but the Holy Spirit telling me they don't have faith. I'm hearing Romans uh, fourteen twenty three, and then I'm hearing Romans ten seventeen. This is a word he of knowledge for seven people. He that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. In Romans ten seventeen, glory be to God. Hallelujah. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. There are some Christians right now that's dealing with worrying. Worrying is a lack of faith. You're worrying. You are looking at your circumstances, and this is why you can't trust God. Uh, I'm here in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, yes. and then I'm here in 2 Corinthians 4, 18. This is a word of knowledge for those who are worrying, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and I'll just, the Holy Spirit, bring it back. Where was another one? For we walk by faith, there. not by sight. For we walk That's, by faith and not by sight. And 2 Corinthians and they, 4 and 18, it came back. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Second Corinthians 4.18, it came back. Yes, ma'am. So, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, the Lord is telling me there are some people constantly looking back, constantly looking back. 
You still remembering things. You ain't doing nothing in the future. You're just looking back. You can't do that. You cannot keep looking back at your mistakes. The, whoever this is, Sister Taylor's going to read some scriptures. It's Romans 8, 1, Evangelist Taylor. Yes. Romans 8, And, and the 1. Bible tells us, Romans 8, 1, the Bible tells us if, if the enemy is bringing up your sins, we know that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Accuser of the brethren, yes. I had to tell Satan to shut up yesterday morning. I was in the mm. bed sleep early yesterday mm. morning, and he began to try to bring back some things from my past. I told him, shut up. Shut up. That's right. Shut up in the name of you, Jesus. Shut and up. And if any of you who Romans have that 8, problem, don't let the devil uh, hand another. Romans 8, 1, Ezekiel 38, 10. I just heard it. Romans 8, 1. Uh, let me write this down because the Spirit of the Lord. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thank you, Lord. Oh, give me this. I got pen. Romans eight one Ezekiel thirty what? Thirty eight. Rome. Write write this down. You got a pen? Yeah. Romans eight one Ezekiel thirty eight ten. Genesis right. nineteen twenty six. Genesis nineteen twenty six. And Philippians three thirteen. That's the word of knowledge. All right. Now I have I have uh, Romans. Romans 8 and 1. See, that devil want to bring you under the spirit of condemnation. That's why he yes. keeps throwing up your past. And there yes. is na- therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Now, that's the key word. You have to be in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God, who walked not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You know, I heard somebody say this scripture, said there's now no condemnation, and they put a period right there. That's not what it says. It says, to them that are in Christ Jesus, glory be to God. You got to be in Christ Jesus. And if you are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation to those that walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. All right, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 38, Ezekiel 38. And verse 10, glory be to God in the highest. This is good. This is good. Glory be to God. Thus saith the Lord, it shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. Every thought, every thought that passes through your mind is not your thought. You have to cast down those wicked imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's right. And if you don't do that, the devil will bombard you. And then what happens is through my 17 years in the ministry of deliverance, he'll start eating away at your morale of Christ, and then you'll say, well, I'm not worthy. Well, none of us are worthy. That's why for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, John 3, 16. So what happens is when you allow that to come into your soul, the soul, that's where y'all getting hit at. Feel, I don't feel good. You can't walk on feelings as a Christian. That's not in the Bible. Give me uh, Genesis 19.26. This is word of now. Thank the Lord, Brother Paul. Thank God for someone in the room texting for me. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm hearing Philipp- the, uh, uh, Genesis 19.26. Genesis. I see Philippians 3.13 in my spirit, too. 
Word of knowledge. Okay. We're giving word of knowledge through certain sins. We're asking for repentance. We're renouncing. We're allowing healing, the ministry of healing coming in tonight. And later on, we're going to be praying for Israel. Go ahead, the best table. All right. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Let me tell you something. I heard the Lord say to me the other day, move forward. Move forward. You got to trust the Lord, obey the Lord, and move forward. You got to move right. forward. Lot's wife looked back, and look what happened to her. You cannot look back as a Christian. You got to take one day at a time. Uh, another one is Philippians 3.13. Now, there are a lot of Christians who constantly looking back, and you're messing up your walk with God like that. If you look back, you'll go back. If you look back, you'll go back. Philippians 3 and 13. 13. Got it. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You can't look back. The Lord is healing a person with diabetes. The Lord is healing people from diabetes right now in the name of Jesus. Mrs. Gloria Hatchison, I want you to, you are listening to me right now. You're on, on your porch. Go get some water. Put it in some dirt. Your left eye, you can't see out your left eye. Put in some dirt and mix it with some water. Close your eyes and put the dirt over your eyes and say, Jesus of Nazareth, wipe it off your eyes, and he's healing you, not me. Okay, we got another person that's getting healed from tuberculosis. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, be healed. We have a lot of Christians under stress. I'm hearing the spirit of stress. I'm hearing, oh, Lord. Pornography, someone is dealing with 18 men that's listening to, to me, born-again Christians. Uh, I'm hearing Psalms 90, verse 8, Psalms 90, verse 8, Psalms 90, verse 8, Psalms 90, verse All 8. All right. I got it. Psalm 98. Glory be to God. I'm going right there. Hallelujah. God, we give you praise. Here we go. Psalm 90 and verse 8. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. That's 91. Let me get 90. 90 verse 8. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee. Our what? Secret sins in the light of thy countenance. I preached on that a few weeks ago. Secret sins. And 15 pastors called the man of God and told him to get me off the air. I should not be teaching on secret sins. But you know why they got mad? Because they are guilty. That's right. So the secret, secret sins, sins that you brothers have, the Lord is telling me half of you are married. Now, oh, Jesus, Lord have mercy. They don't know the seriousness of this, Lord Jesus. Brothers and sisters, when you're watching pornography and you're a married man, Lord Lord. Apostle, Lord, Lord. Job said he made a covenant with his eyes 
that he would not look upon a woman and lust after her. He would not do it. It's in Second Peter two fourteen, having eyes full of adultery. Okay. And that cannot cease from sin. Beguiling unstable souls, a heart they have exercised with covet practices, cursed children. You will put a curse on your children. You're married, you're looking at another woman, and then you put that spirit in you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And then after you don't watch that pornography, all of your fantasies, you're trying to put on your wife, you wicked man. And you done carried all these demons with you. Before you was married, you never got the demons out of you. Now they manifest okay. when you're married. That's, I'm that's, talking to a lot it. of men out here. I'm talking to a lot that's of men. The Holy Spirit is telling me, brothers, you have to change. You got to get, as Evangelist Taylor said earlier, you have sinned with that woman before you married. That's illegal. We just broke that curse. Some of you men wait at 2 in the morning when your wife go to bed, and there you go. And the Holy Spirit is telling me secret homosexuality. Woo! And you know what, Apostle? I'm telling you something. God had me to write the book in 2005, Sleeping with the Enemy. A I lot got of book. Christian women. I got your women, book. I got your a book. lot of Christian women are going to get messed up because they sleeping with the enemy. I met a pastor. I met a pastor. I never met the woman face to face, but I met her by phone. The woman told me she married a man. She said six months into the marriage, she said she started having serious backache pains. And she went to the Lord and asked the Lord what was going on. And the Lord told her to stop sleeping with her husband, stop having sexual relations. So the woman said her sister, who was also a preacher, told her, God wouldn't tell you nothing like that. Come to find out, the man had full-blown AIDS and died. If she had disobeyed God, she would have got it too. I'm telling you, these women are sleeping. Christian women are sleeping with the enemy, and they don't even know it. I want to deal with something really quick. The masturbation. Masturbation. Glory be to God. That's that onan spirit. That's that onan uh, spirit. And, and a lot Genesis, of men. Give me Genesis 38 9. It, Genesis, Genesis 38 9. Onan spirit. Okay. I just heard that from the Holy Ghost. Onan. Genesis 38, 9, that's masturbation spirit. And Onan knew that that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in into his brother's wife that he spilled it on the ground, lest that it should give seed to his brother. The Bible said it is better for a man's seed to go into the belly of a whore than to go into the ground. See, and see, and a lot of Christians, now let me tell you what the Holy Spirit is moving upon me. The people who I'm giving this word of knowledge, you are not at a deliverance minister church. Most of you are at name it, claim it, tag it. Now, I'm going to get on these African-Americans. Vanessa Taylor, I need to get on your back. You got to back me up. Okay. You African-Americans are sick. 
I'm African-American. So when he's saying I'm your brother, you ain't my brother unless you're doing the will of my father. I don't care who you are. My brother That's does right. the will of my father, okay? My brother, whether he's white, black, purple, pink, if he's doing the will of my father, he's my brother, okay? And you black people with these black churches, with your prosperity doctrine, with your tradition, with the mamas with the big hats, and all this outward mess are going to go straight to hell if you don't repent. Stop trying to worship God in humanism, in performing. Stop trying to believe that God is going to give you a Mercedes Benz or a Bentley if you tie and send your whole check to the preacher, you stupid fool. You're a fool. You are a fool. The Bible says, seek not to become rich. Proverbs 23, 4. We're not the, you, you black people, in the name of Jesus, you have a, y'all got a curse on you also. The curse of slavery. The Lord is telling I'm moving by the Holy Spirit. Uh, the spirit of slavery, King James Version. You've been emancipated by the federal government. You was emancipated by the federal government, but not by Christ. Okay. Now you got to get it done by Christ. You got your emancipation through your liberation by the Constitution of the United States, but by not the spirit. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again, but fear, but ye have received the adoption by the spirit, the spirit of slavery. It's the spirit, the spirit of slavery. It's in the Bible. The spirit yes. of slavery. Do you see it, Evangelist Taylor? It says slavery mentality. What, what chapter and verse? Uh, spirit of slavery in Romans, King James Version. Okay. The spirit of slavery. It's a spirit. It is a demonic spirit over black people. Also, the Lord is telling me that there are a lot of African Americans who suffer traumatic stress through racism. <laughs> the spirit of slavery. You you see it? Yes. 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 You have not received the spirit of bondage. Okay. King James King James Version, the spirit of slavery. Yes. Romans eight fifteen. Yes, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Romans eight fifteen. For ye did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. And a lot of you African Americans, since you run around trying to chase the money, you need to be getting the spirit of slavery off of you. The Holy Spirit is also telling me that the African-American race, you Christians, you believe in your politicians more than Jesus. Okay. You believe in your politicians more than Jesus. You, you, you think that Biden can help you. He, he Catholic. He can't help you. They he can't, the help. Can't, nobody can help help you. Can't, can't nobody help you but Jesus of Nazareth. And Donald Trump definitely can't help you. He's on the way to jail. And listen, this apostle, is wickedness in this nation. Yes, it is. Wicked. Yes, it is. It's this wickedness. Is a very it's wickedness. trusting. It's trusting in, a, in another Jesus. It's yes, trusting it in another Jesus. And let me get back on these black preachers. I rebuke you by teaching these people prosperity doctrine. I rebuke Amen. you, Creflo Dollar, in the name of. And you can it's tell them I said Jesus. it. Give him my telephone number, 678-7013. I tried to call him. He's too busy. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus 
T.D. Jakes, I rebuke you. Joe Leroy Osteen, Thompson. Leroy Thompson, Jesse DePlantis, Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland allowed the uh, Pope to bring his assistance to bless his church. When that Pope came in that church and laid his hands over that church, he spoke a curse, a Catholicism over them. Yes, he did. In the name of Jesus, you must change your life. Now, the Lord is telling me that there is someone who has inflammation in their stomach. You have uh, diverticulitis. You need to go to the, a doctor right now. You have diverticulitis, and that's inflammation in your stomach. The Lord has said to me, I'm hearing high blood pressure. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I hear high blood pressure. Be healed. Now, uh, there is a person who is asking for the Lord. You're asking for a job, but he can't give it to you because you won't forgive your husband. And you will go follow your pastor and listen to what him say, but you don't, you don't follow your husband. You're out of order. Repent. 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 There are some people right now, the spirit of, uh, okay, this is coming back to me. Uh, African-Americans, a lot of African-Americans in this in America are stressed out because of the racial tension in America. It has doubled since what it's been in 1962. Yes. It, it, this is a spirit. Now, this spirit is amongst the land. Let me tell you, it is a spirit. In the land. Racism is a demonic spirit. It is a spirit. It is a spirit. It is not of God. It is a spirit and it is clean. Evangelist Taylor, rebuke and wipe this out after you quote Zechariah 13.2. Give it to me and I want to bind this spirit up. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I want to buy it up. I need Zechariah 13.2. Thank you, Jesus. And it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the name of the idols out of the land, and they shall no more be remembered. Also, I will cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to pass out of the land. Now, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Spirit is moving upon me to tell you this, that the United States of America has never, ever been a Christian nation. Why? George Washington had 300 slaves, Mason. Thomas Jefferson rewrites the Bible. Thomas Jefferson rewrites the Bible. A lot of people didn't know that. It was crafted in the fall and winter months of 1819 and 1820 when the 77-year-old Freemason, did you hear me say Freemason? Yes. The 77-year-old Freemason used a razor to cut passages from six copies of the New Testament, two in Greek, one in Latin, two in French, and two in English and arranged these posted passes to give to his slaves. Now, ain't that the spirit of deception? Now, that's your founding father planting a seed like that. They was Masons, and Masons is against Christianity. The United States of America, it is not a Christian nation. It's never been, because the Masons 
perform this. God does not need a organization such as the Masons to represent him. And how the making of America has been deceived out of history books, the Indians were slaughtered. On the TV, you see John Wayne running on a horse, and the cowboys, they're wiping all out the Indians. They did way more than the movies. Where they at now? Now, the American Indians, the Lord is putting on my spirit to tell you, you got to pray for their salvation, because they are speaking curses on the American government every day. See, you can't do evil to a person and then try to introduce Christianity to a person when you ain't no Christian. The United States claims it's a Christian nation. The only thing is holding up the United States. Uh-oh. Is, uh, 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 Ezekiel 17 chapter, uh, advanced the Lord told me, here's the United States in Ezekiel 17. Okay. And the only reason why God is helping the United States is because it is bagging up Israel. The, uh, we got governmental... Uh, Ezekiel chapter 17, verse 1. Read it very slow. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, put forth a riddle and speak a parable unto the house of Israel and say, Thus saith the Lord God, a great eagle with great wings. That's Long wings, full of feathers, which stop had right there. diverse... Stop, stop right there. The full of feathers, that means yep. different colors. Now, watch, what's, what's the next verse? Which had diverse colors. Stop. Came. Do you, Evangelist Taylor, have you ever seen a bald eagle with many colors? No. Never. It got black and white and gold. That's it. But this has yes. many colors. That's many races of people in America. Keep reading. Came unto Lebanon and took the highest branch of the cedar. He cropped off the top of his young twigs and carried it into a land of traffic. Stop right there. That land of traffic, when he took his wings and clipped it in his hand, when you look at the symbol of the yep. United States, you see an eagle with two hands clipping his hand with two leaves. Wow. Jesus of Nazareth. Baba Shukrokor. See, when I, I'm fasting, and boy, when I fast, it just opens the spirit room to open up. I've been in tongues all day, seven, eight, nine hours. You see, it grabbed that. That's the United States. Now, watch this downfall. Keep going. And he set it in a city of merchants. And he took also of the seed of the land, planted it in a fruitful field. That's the American Indian land, which was fruitful. Uh huh. And he placed it by great waters and set it as a willow tree. Now and that grew- is America. Okay. That's that's America. So let me say something. The Lord is telling me we need to pray for this country because it's divided. I am not a Democrat. I am not a slave walker, a Republican. I'm not a slave walker. I am not an independent. I do not vote at all. Now, I'm speaking on air because the Lord has sent me to tell you I don't vote. I'm an apostle. He told me, you look in the scriptures where Apostle Paul went to vote, and you go vote. I said, ain't in the Bible. He said, I don't want you I don't want you nowhere in the world. Now, if I vote, 
for the Dixiecrat or Democrats, they have a belief that they for food stamps or whatever, and give or something, and but they got the homosexual thing in the voting area too, same-sex marriage. So if I vote uh-huh. for a candidate believe in same-sex marriage, that blood's on me because I voted for a person that's, that's against God's word, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. God gave me that revelation. So a lot of you Christians, you got your trust in the wrong thing. And if we don't change this country spiritually, Advantage Taylor, I really believe it'll be a civil war if Trump get back in office. Some are trusting in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord. We're not Democratic or Republican. That's we right. We are Christians. That's the name right. The name of, of the Lord. Lord. Now we're going to move on. I'm going to turn it back over to Sister Taylor as the Lord give her utterance to start praying for people. I'm now moving to Israel. We are now praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Evangelist Taylor, could you please give me Psalms 122, verse 6. Psalms 122, verse 6. Fasting starts for live deliverance internet radio members at tonight at midnight. We fast Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All staff members fast, the exception of Candace, Apostle Candace Durden. Psalm 122. Verse 6. And verse, all right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Here we go. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Now, we're going to prosper because we're going to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, we release the five God upon this evil on the Jewish people. Lord, you also created the Gazians. You made them too. They're Ishmael's descendants. We ask that the five gods separate this killing and this murder based on Daniel 7-9. Lord, we ask that you protect Israel. We ask that the five God encamp Israel, 1 Kings 18-24. Let the fire go before you, O Lord God. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you use the five God to burn out this murder in Israel. Uh, And they have a right to defend their land. I am pro-Israeli. I'm quite sure you see the Israeli flag back here. And I just didn't have this up. This has been back here 17 years. I've been with this program since the minute I got saved because of Derek Prince Ministries. Father, we thank you that the five God is burning out the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we ask that you release the arrows. We release the arrows of the Lord's deliverance to come up against principalities in Israel. Bring food to the people who are not terrorists in Gaza. They're innocent people. They're still people. But I'm for the Jew first, and then I'm for the Gazians. Let me let you know that right now. I am not for the African-American first. Sorry. The Bible says salvation is for who, Evangelist Taylor? The Jew first, then the the Gentile. That's right. That's right. So I'm with the Bible. Jews first, we second. But we're still one in spirit. He says salvation is for the Jew first, then the Gentile. That's biblical. We were grafted in. We grafted in through Yeshua the Messiah. So we thank you, Lord, that we've been engrafted in. Lord, we ask that you release all your angels to protect this country of Israel. Bring peace. Now, Father, we move with the Ukrainian war. I take authority over Putin. I rebuke Putin. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, move this evil child of Satan out of the way. Move him in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray for the Ukrainian people. Father, we pray that this war ends. We pray that the sovereign right of this nation will be continue to be established and that this nation will depend on you and not on, not on man. We pray for the war in Sudan in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray for the unrest throughout the world. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for Jamaica. I bind the spirit of of poverty in Jamaica. I bind the corruption of the Jamaican police officers, the corruption of the politicians in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that Great Britain pay reparations who enslaved this country for 420 years. Father, I ask that they be too released from the governor general, although that they have the independence in 61, they are still under the governor general which means that they have to have weeds on their head, which looks ridiculous. I rebuke the governor general and colonialism through the demonic spirit of colonialism. I bind the demonic spirit of colonialism. I pray for America that it changed with its racist tendencies. I bind every demon in Donald J. Trump. I pray that he sold whatever he weeps and that your word says, obey the laws of the land. Father, we don't need no president trying to force himself in office when he's not wanted. He did his time, now he's gone. Psalm 75, Lord Jesus, keep him gone. Bring mercy to this nation. Lord, forgive this nation for opening up homosexuality. I bind demons in Barack Obama for allowing this to happen. I pray that he understands, pent, or go to hell. I do not want to be in his shoes. I come up against any demonic spirit in America that blocks the King James Version. I bind the demons in Ron DeSantis for taking out the history books, for making black history illegal in the state of Florida. Lord Jesus. I come up against the spirit of racism. I come up against the spirits of uh, separation and divorce. I come up in the, against the spirit of heartaches, pain, rejection, homosexuality. I turn it over to Sister Dirt of Sister Dirt and my spirit. I turn it over to Evangelist Taylor for intercession. We pray for tonight for all those who are experiencing sickness in their body, sickness and disease. We come against the spirit of infirmity. We close every door. We close every door. Every door. Every door. Every door that has been opened to the spirit of infirmity. The spirit of the Lord says some of you have come into agreement with sickness and disease. Whatever the doctor said you had, you came into agreement with it and you began to claim it ownership of it saying my diabetes and my heart attack and, and my high blood pressure. And my, he said, don't claim it. Don't claim it. Don't claim it. And you, your words have power. Your words have power. Glory be to God. You can speak power 
speak life or death through the power of your word. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ah, Come against the spirit of infirmity that has captivated the people of God. And as the apostle was talking, he was talking about the spirit of bondage, the spirit of slavery. Just like when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. But there was a big problem in getting the spirit of Egypt out of the children of Israel. So much so that God had to allow a whole generation to die off so that he could raise up a younger generation. Glory be to God in the height who had not been enslaved. I just heard the Holy Spirit say a prayer. The Lord is telling me there are white people being discriminated. We need to pray for them. They, that's a demon yes. on them. Yes. Lead their yes. prayer. They, yes. They're white. The Lord yes. just told me there are white brothers who are being discriminated because they're white. They ain't got nothing to do with slavery. They're good and bad people. And These are demons. They are demons. Now, we're going to pray for, for our white brothers in the Lord who's been discriminated by black people. And we, we lift up the, our white brothers and sisters in the Lord God who are being discriminated against by yes. black people. God, they're being yes. blamed for what happened. God, that was yes. their ancestors, and they were not even here. They didn't have anything to do with it. And, God, I yes. found in this world there are some good white people, and there are some bad white people, and there are some good black people, and there are some bad black yes. So the problem is not in the color of the skin. The problem is who they are serving. Glory be to God. And the Bible says to whom you yield your members, that's who you are the servant of. So I come against that. I come against that spirit of trying to blame all white people for what happened to black people. And that uh, uh, racism of black people against white people, the devil is a lie. There is a group that's teaching that the white man is the blue-eyed devil. That's a lie. That's a lie. That is a lie from the pit of hell. In the name of Jesus, that comes from the spirit of Islam. I come up against the black Muslim teaching in the name of Jesus. I send it back to the center. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the Asian people. They are called by you too. I bind the spirit of racism in Asian people. I bind the spirit of racism in the Indian people. I bind racism in any nationality in America. I bind the spirit in the name of Jesus Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, we thank you for this day. Oh, Lord, we give all honor. We give all glory for you, Lord. Time is getting up, five minutes. Father God, we thank you for this day. Evangelist Taylor, it was a wonderful time in intercessory prayer. Moving by, uh, 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 there's a, uh, as a, a young man, uh, sir, you need to leave the methamphetamine alone. There are some people that have Christians who are dealing with methamphetamine. That's deadly. You will lose all your teeth with that stuff. It's worse than crack. Give me a call at 678-701-3733. Evangelist Taylor, before we go, let everybody know about you, what you're going to be teaching Thursday. If you like to sow a seed here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, and thank Brother Paul. God bless that brother. Thank you, Brother Paul, for coming into the room and typing that for me, and thank you for the offering. We thank you. We thank all of you who support Live Deliverance Internet Radio. If you'd like to sow a seed here, please do, and go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the, there's a person who's uh, trying to commit suicide. Hey, man. There are four people that got a spirit of suicide. Leave that alone. 
Give me a call, 678-701-3733. There are three people that want to commit suicide. Don't do it. The Lord loves you. Do not do it. Do not do it. Give me a call as soon as we get off. I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus that it not happen. Go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the icon and sow a seed here and uh, help us in this ministry. We're going to give it to Janice Taylor. We're going to close out with some of her songs and some of her music in our blog talk room. Advantage Taylor will be in Thursday, air code 646-378-1857. She's going to tell you about herself before we close and how to sow seed to her ministry. Advantage Taylor, it was wonderful working with you, and God bless. Amen. 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 This is Evangelist Janet Taylor, the host of Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. You can find us on the web at www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. You can also reach us by email at jet245 at msn.com or by phone at 336-300-601. If you are led to sow a seed into our ministry, you can do so through PayPal or through Zelle using the email address jet245 at msn.com. I'm going to be with you all on Thursday night. I will be your host. Uh, at 8 p.m., and the message is, where is the church that Christ died for? like you all to tune in. If you are being uh, blessed by our ministry, please sow a seed and uh, help us to continue the work that God has called us to. God bless you. Everybody, please come to 646-378-1857. We're going to open up for a comment. We've got 21 minutes for that. Please join us in our blog talk room, air code 646-378-18. Holy Spirit, give me back to my spirit. 646-378-1857. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank the Lord for word of knowledge. <laughs> Amen, Brother Paul. Thank you for coming into the room, typing it. Thank you so much. Come into the blog talk room. We've got 20 minutes for questions and answers. Shalom. And God bless Israel. All right. Let's open this thing up and open up to Chaplain John Durden. You got the mic. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is moving tonight, boy. I mean, I mean, the Holy Spirit is speaking through you, you, you folks uh, for almost, I guess, two hours or two hours and a half. And it was very, very, very exceptional. And I just like to put it in. Uh, want to give this information is that uh, uh, Brother Emmett and the sister didn't, didn't write that stuff. They were they were following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I know Brother Emmett period that he was fasting for six, seven hours alone a day without eating anything. Praise God, so he can really hear the Holy Spirit. And so uh, I wish well, y'all quit saying, "Well, you wrote that. Uh, we know he gets it this way or that way." The Holy Spirit, the whole thing, even the sister. They were uh, teaching what the Holy Spirit was telling them to say. They just sit down and write all that stuff. They've been talking almost about two hours. They didn't write that stuff. And I showed them write that stuff because, uh, you know, I went to a Baptist denomination and uh, a, 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 a church and, and school, and they didn't teach anything about demonology and all that other kind of stuff, you know. So I wish y'all quit trying to call call him boy and all that. He just sound like no boy to me. He's really a, a, he is a champion for God. And I hope a lot of you learn a lot of things. And I learned additional stuff because what he came out of his mouth and his spirit came from the Holy Spirit. And I just uh, thank the God for using him. And I thank him for, um, and the sister for making himself um, available to the Holy Spirit. Thank God. I'd be looking to hear some more. God bless America. 
Amen. Evangelist Taylor, what you want to close out with your song? You are God, I believe. I love you, Daddy. I promise I got joy. Mighty is our God. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Brother Emmett. I'm still alive. Still alive. We're doing praise and worship know. right I, now. Yeah. I'm still alive. Evangelist Taylor. I want to talk about your sister. Yes. Uh, Oh, okay. She, he wants to talk about you. Okay, go ahead real quick. We got about my dear, 12 minutes. My dear, my dear sister, I want to say thank the Lord that uh, that we have you too, and that's a, that's really a blessing. And all that stuff is coming out of your spirit. That wasn't coming from no manual that you uh, rewrote or practiced on. You were following the leading of the Holy Spirit too. And I want to say God bless you too, and I enjoy every word you said, dear. God bless you. To God be the glory, Chaplain uh, um, Durgy. Mm-hmm. God bless you. I got joy. God bless. And we're going to have joy and let's celebrate in this song. We thank our Lord and Savior Jesus of Nazareth. God bless Jamaica! Thank you.